Hello, everybody. Welcome to yet another podcast with Runner Series. Uh, this is Season 8, Episode 3, and this is Coach Bala coming to you uh, from uh, the wonderful city of Houston. Um, I'm here for the weekend, and um, I thought that, uh, you know, Anything can happen, but I will not stop from recording podcasts because this is something I truly enjoy. For those of you who are uh, connecting or uh, getting this link for the first time, um, so we do this uh, podcast with runner series where I take the opportunity to connect with uh, some amazing runners, but more than amazing runners, I would say amazing human beings, um, you know, who have uh, been with the runners I community for some time and uh, you know, contributed to the growing sort of sense of the community by taking the training seriously, but also adding their small part in the larger uh, you know, vision and mission of the, of the organization. And it is with that, within that scope, I am just extremely excited to bring in three, uh, I would say, uh, awesome friends first. As I said, I know these guys now, uh, it's been like a couple of seasons there with us. And uh, can't wait to unravel their stories and let's see what we get here. And most of the times in these podcasts, it's always a fascinating conversation, you know, because we get to know the real people behind these runners. And we realize that, wow, we are really blessed with such amazing folks in our uh, group. So with that, uh, let's, uh, let me invite the first guest to briefly introduce himself and then we go from there. Please go ahead. Yeah, hi, Bala. Uh, thanks for having me for this podcast and hi Viz, hi Rahul. So I was born in uh, Kerala uh, in Calicut and then I was brought up in Andhra uh, in a colony life. Basically my father was working in one factory so it was a colony life and I grew. And uh, while schooling uh, I was in Manchurian and um, no, like uh, I was mostly into most of the sports and I represented my school in district level in cricket, hockey, volleyball, soccer. Uh, all of this, all of this at district yeah. level? By the way, yeah. by the and, way sorry to interrupt. Uh, I think you, what's your name? Let's start with your name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am Sunil. Yes. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, okay. And, uh, and we got through also in my school, we got in volleyball and uh, we, we won in the district level in volleyball too and in basketball too. So that was good. And uh, no, like, um, then I did my uh, engineering in uh, Tamil Nadu. So that's where I shifted from Andhra to Tamil Nadu. And I did my bachelor's in electronics and instrumentation uh, and pretty much started in to work in Tata Consultancy Services, TCS. Yep. And I've been them for the last uh, around 20 years. Uh, so I was working uh, mostly in Chennai. Then I traveled to US and my starting location was uh, uh, San Antonio. Then I moved to Michigan. And uh, no, after that trip, I came back and no, uh, right now I'm in uh, uh, New Jersey. So that's where I work in. And I work in uh, Azure technology and I represent TCS for uh, cloud automation for throughout US and North America. So that's what my job. And uh, my, I mean, um, uh, I have a brother and sister. Uh, so, so they are in uh, Chennai, I mean, Bangalore and. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Awesome. And your family and, also running, isn't it? Yes. Yes. And uh, my wife, uh, Shanti, she's in running. And my son, Siddharth, all of us uh, are running for the last 
four seasons. Awesome. So, yeah. so when you said to me that uh, you were uh, representing the various districts and all that, were you running mm-hmm. those days? Uh, no, I was not running. Okay. Mostly, I was mostly to the games only. Okay. The not athletic events. So really, yeah, I used more... to do the javelin throw and all that. Right. So really, low long, uh, no long distance running, and uh, just but sports you are excelled. That's your genetically you are a yeah. you are a sports person really. Huh? Yeah. That district level is pretty amazing in more than one sport. Wow, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, so yeah. I mean, you studied in uh, Andhra, you studied in Tamil Nadu. That means you might be knowing a lot of languages also, isn't it? Yes, right. That's true. So I can speak uh, Malayalam, Tamil, Telugu, Hindi. <laughs> so I'm good with. Them. I can even write them too. <laughs> Oh, lovely, man. So here it is, runners. Here is one sportsman, <laughs> a linguist. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, things that can be common with Sunil. Um, as you know, Sunil, I'm from Tamil Nadu. So it feels good that uh, you can speak Tamil also. I didn't know that till now. So hereafter, I'm going to only speak to you in Tamil on the side, not in this podcast, because uh, there's one guest who might not understand here. Uh, <laughs> but welcome, Sunil. I'm really excited to sort of learn a little bit more about yourself as we move through the podcast. Um, let's invite the next guest. Please go ahead. Yeah. Hi, my name is uh, Vishwanath Valuri. Uh, I go by Viz. Um, I've been uh, involved with sports, uh, you know, right from my childhood. Um, grew up in um, Madras and in Hyderabad. And uh, I think my first exposure to sports was uh, being a ball boy to my dad, uh, who used to play tennis in the early uh, 70s. And uh, since then, I grew up playing, you know, pretty much all kinds of sports, cricket, soccer, uh, whatever. And um, I think my first introduction to volleyball was when I was in seventh grade, when I was in uh, Hyderabad Public School. And uh, so my worst two years uh, were uh, the 11th and 12th when, you know, obviously in India, everybody's preparing for your engineering and uh, JE and all that. And so I had, I didn't play anything at all. And then uh, got into BHU. And once we got into BHU, kind of made up for the lost time, uh, pretty much playing, uh, you know, all sports. And But primarily, it was volleyball for me. So I was in the volleyball team from the first year. And and all the four years, just enjoyed my time out there. One of our fellow uh, runners, you know, G.B. Ganesh, one of the senior runners at RHWB. So he was uh, my, uh, my uh, classmate at uh, BHU. And we both ran the, the sports uh, meet and the sports organization out there at uh, wow. BHU. So having the inter interity co- competitions and everything else. So came to this country roughly about 30 years ago to do my uh, master's in uh, mechanical engineering. Uh, went to uh, State University of New York at Binghamton, upstate New York. And then uh, graduated uh, in, uh, that's what, in MEC, and then uh, moved to the Bay Area in 95. Uh, jo- joined uh, AMD. At that time, semiconductors was the hot field. Yeah. And I, st- I think it still is, actually. Yeah. So, and uh, so worked at AMD for about uh, seven years and then moved back to the East Coast, again to upstate New York, did my MBA at Cornell uh, for two years, and then, uh, then joined uh, investment banking, more on the equity research side. Uh, so I was pretty much a semiconductor stock analyst uh, for uh, for uh, Credit Suisse and then uh, with Morgan Stanley for about five years. And in the last uh, 10 years, I've been in corporate America working for SanDisk for about uh, four years. And in the last six years, I've been with uh, a semiconductor company called SK Hynix, which is, uh, uh, which is a Korean company. Um, I have, uh, so my uh, my dad is very much into, uh, in general, sp- uh, sports, following all sports, but nowadays is a lot more into running for the last, like I would say, several years. 
Um, my uh, brother, I have a brother. My uh, brother is Kaushik. Uh, he, uh, I pulled him into RHWB uh, uh, this season. So, sorry, last season, season seven. Uh, so he lives in Austin and my sister, uh, she lives in Dallas, uh, trying to pull her into as well. Um, I have, uh, so my wife, uh, Deepthi, uh, so I have a son who's in uh, 12th grade. And then uh, I convinced my daughter, uh, Parnika, so she's in seventh grade right now. And uh, so she's uh, participating in the 10K. Um, so, and apart from uh, running, uh, apart from, you know, my, my regular work and, you know, running nowadays. So I run the Peninsula Bal Bihar, uh, which is a Sunday school. Uh, we have about 50 students and uh, primarily uh, uh, Sunday. So time, it's, uh, we run it for 32 weeks in a year and it primarily focuses on Indian values, cultures and focus on Bhagavad Gita and all that. So. Wonderful. My God, from Silicon Valley chips to Bhagavad Gita, you have it. Investment banking to MBA, to uh, master's, to IIT, to sport. You have it all, man. This, <laughs> no, it's, it's, a... <laughs> uh, it's really a very, very colorful uh, resume and a very uh, successful one at it. So I'm so glad to uh, have connected. We all are so glad to have connected with you. Um, and you. I think uh, you didn't say about your dad. I mentioned a little bit about uh, his dad last uh, episode. I think he's joining us in our Runners Eye Master's program as well, isn't it? This time? That is right, actually. Uh, he just signed up for the Master's program. Um, so he's in Dallas right now with my sister and he is super excited uh, to be joining the program. And uh, I can't uh, wait, man. I cannot wait. Uh, coach Srivatsan, I'm telling you right now only, you are his coach. Um, so it's, uh, I, I can't wait to have him join us. He's, he's going to add so much color to our master's program uh, with his energy and you know humility and so much more. You said you were a uh, ball boy, so you used to play tennis at a, a certain professional level or something? So no, no. So there used to be this uh, club in, uh, he was a part of the Besinagar uh, tennis club in the early 70s. I and I think, uh, so I used to, with my neighbor, uh, we used to just go down as BS ball boys, uh, just Got when it. they used to play. So more than anything else. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Amazing, amazing. Great story. Uh, welcome, Wiz. And uh, can't wait Thank to you. talk a little bit more about uh, you and your journey. Um, let's invite the next guest. Please go ahead. Hey, thanks, Bala. This is, hello, runners. This is Rahul Raizadak, uh, New Jersey right now. Thankfully, it's kind of cooling down after 100 plus degree temperatures in the last couple of days. That's a relief. Um, so a little bit about myself. Um, I was all born, brought up in Delhi, went to Cambridge School, and then did my engineering from uh, Birla's College in Bhimani. It was pretty much computer engineering. That's what I did. And after that, I came to US uh, for master's. Then I realized it's kind of pretty much um, stuff which I already studied back in India. So I, was, I quit that. I joined AIG, did a lot of traveling over there. And then I said, uh, it's just too much of traveling. I just can't deal with that anymore. It's fun and glamorous for the first three travel trips. And after that, it just becomes just it's too much. So I quit that, joined the dot-com boom was happening that time. I joined that dot-com firm. Of course, a lot of good stock options and everything else, which is, of course, worth Nothing has happened to a lot of companies. <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, after it folded or actually moved to California, I still was here and I joined Deutsche, Deutsche Bank. I managed uh, the whole payment business where for many years, for almost actually 15 years there and I could have just said they retired, but it was just getting too routine, too much boring, just people management and all. About four years ago, I quit and I joined this firm called Stonex, again, the Forex payments globally. I'm loving it over there. Um, talk about family a little bit for me on, on my side. Uh, all, all the family is pretty much athletic, starting about my parents and all parents, 
my dad being the uh, sports secretary for Air India when he was working there all throughout his life. He worked there. My mom has been a runner. Uh, she has been sprints and all, always getting gold medals. And even to the point where once for her, um, for her, uh, in her, in her, in her uh, office, she had to run for her, for her department and all. And she ran with my brother uh, in her tummy. <laughs> and she got the gold, of course, which she always did. But I tell my brother all the time, I know why you're some nuts are loose up there because mom was jumping around with you in the belly, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so he's my elder brother, but yeah, that's fine. He just can't beat me on that one. <laughs> my younger brother too, they both are very good in sports, pretty much cricket though. I played soccer throughout my high school and engineering. When I came to US, I even actually coached the little league soccers when my kids were little. Then they gave up. They just got into basketball and everything else. So I just start stop coaching coaching on that side. Um, other than what I do on, on work and all and running, other hobbies. I in my good old days when I was single here in the US, I tried all kind of stuff, which is from jumping from the plane to scuba diving. I'm not a, I'm not a swimmer at all, but I still went 30 feet under the water. And then I did uh, me and my friends just for the uh, just for the heck of it. We drove from coast to coast from California, from New Jersey to California and back in about seven, 10 days kind of thing. So we did all kind of crazy stuff when we were uh, still single and all having a good time. And one last thing which I did during COVID was happening is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. I pick up uh, motor riding, motorcycle riding. Mm -hmm. So I got that wow. in about two years ago. And since I was by myself, I got another six friends of mine. I literally got them drunk and had them buy their motorcycles too. So we oh have a small <laughs> group in New Jersey. So we go out riding and all. Uh, actually, wow. at some point, we are planning to go to India and ride. Uh, I think there are all tours. You go into mountains late at dark and you go in on like motorcycles. Something is one of those uh, bucket list items we have to do in the future and all. Um, Fascinating. My wife. Yeah. And uh, just quickly about the kids and my family. My wife, Parul, she is uh, she's here with us, but she is not at all into too much of sports and all. She's just done exercise at home with treadmills and everything else. Daughter uh, son Siddharth is doing his chemical engineering from University of Delaware. He's, he was very quite good in volleyball when he was in school, but now he's kind of pretty much given up. Daughter Divya, she is quite, quite good in volleyball as well. Unfortunately, a couple of months ago, she was playing and she fell down. She uh, tore her ACL. So it's Ooh. like one long process, nine months recovery. So now she's back into playing volleyball again. She is really a hustler. So with all her huge, uh, uh, she puts on all this stuff on his legs and all on, on her legs, um, boots and all customized, but she's back into the game and she's playing there. So yeah, good that's all her. about myself. Good, good Bala. Another colorful, what, what bike you have uh, Rahul? So I, the, this is my second bike. The first one was a small, like 320 BMW um, GS. So I moved from that to, I got bored within two months. And then I upgraded that to uh, 850cc uh, GS only, but it's, uh, it's 850cc bike now. It's oh, a BMW wow. GS. <laughs> I remember my first bike was in Suzuki 100, and I thought I was like yeah. the hero out there. You are saying 850cc, 800, eight times more powerful. <laughs> Yeah. Are you that uh, are you that uh, biker in Lincoln Lawyer? Like you know, there are fifteens of guys with all the black and yeah. black, black thing. That's how you ride around in Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. So that's good. Ballad brought it up. So there are those Harley people who would just be having a helmet and all and nothing else. Yeah. But us, we make sure we have all the gear. It's something called ad get all the gear all the time. Got so it. we want to enjoy the riding. And if God forbid something happens, 
at least they have the jackets and the boots and the gloves. So it's just a bit of nuisance and all, but not like, you know, you get paralyzed and things of that nature. So yeah, we are not the kind of club. We are more of uh, fun riding, but with all safety and all. We won't, you won't see us going on turnpike at 95 miles an hour doing wheelies and all. But we <laughs> exactly. do speed up and all, but yeah, mostly on the countryside and we probably go out riding to um, uh, some like you know, back roads to all the way to Dutch County and Pennsylvania and all. But yeah, it's all fun enjoyment, right? Not not doing crazy stuff. Yeah. Got it. Anyway, the audience, this this just introduction only. I have so many beautiful, colorful threads going on here. There's a biker here. There's a person who can speak five, six, seven languages, you know, and there is this sports secretary in the college. Then dot father is a another sports secretary of all, all of Air India. Then mother is a gold medalist all the time. I think maybe it's time for me to get uh, see if you can get your mom in a runner's eye uh, master's program at some point. You might be a Honestly, yeah, yeah. So, Bala, whenever she, I, I go for these runs and I keep sending these, my things to my mom, I mean, she's the first one, she's like, keep doing it. And when she comes here, she, they come here like once every couple of months. I'll definitely try to see and she'll be all for I would love for to get connected into yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely, you know, yes. Let's hear the yeah. other side. Oh, this is such a fascinating group. Now you know, uh, audience, why I'm all excited to uh, peel this uh, onion one layer at a time. So let's start with, uh, uh, let's start with Viz this time. And uh, Viz, you've been doing all of that. Clearly, professionally, you are in a different plane altogether. And you, you are into sports, as you said. How come you got into running and how did you get into runner side? Yeah, this is uh, very, <laughs> so I was always into sports, but I never ran in my life. Oh. Uh, uh, and I'll tell that I always used to think that running is for people who can't play sports. Right. That is what I used to think. And even Ganesh also used to share the same thing with me. And um, so, and even here, like the last 10 years, I've been playing a lot of volleyball, actually, um, both sand volleyball and grass volleyball. And then COVID came. And then when COVID came, there's nothing, the, you can't play volleyball, there's nothing to do. And then uh, Ganesh's family, entire family had uh, started RHWB just when COVID had come. And at that time, I just went for my meniscus tear operation and I thought, let me just recover. And when that season four got over, October 15th or something like that, the entire family uh, ran that half marathon. For me, that was super inspirational. Absolutely. And uh, when I spoke to Deepa, Ganesh's wife, uh, she said, you can do it. And I was like, I never ran before, you know, I can't even run half a mile. And then they said, no, no, don't worry about it. You join the program, you'll definitely do that. I said, I was very excited. So I said, I signed up for season five and season five was about to start January 1st. Uh, and uh, so I said, so before that, that excitement was there. I got my watch and I started running during Christmas break. And I was doing long runs uh, with no training, basically. And then the training program started January 1st and everything else. And uh, lo and behold, I think that 10th or something of Jan, uh, I sprained my ankle. And uh, I didn't tell my coach. And two weeks later, the two-week rule came. And I was kicked out of the program. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yep, yep. So that so for people who are listening and two weeks, there's no participation. I am a live example of somebody who got kicked out. <laughs> and it was so disappointing. I cannot tell that mail from you, Bala. Till now, I have that actually. 
very disappointing mail man even my son came and he said oh dad you got kicked out it's okay we'll try to get back i said no i will yeah and it no 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 and i told my son actually no i will get back into the program i will practice on the side but next season i'll definitely and then i apologized to gb and uh, deepa saying that yeah, i just couldn't do it and uh, so anyway so it went on and then uh, the next season came and again i signed up and uh, it was phenomenal so that is how i kind of got and in the meantime i was doing a little bit of you know walking this that and all that and uh, just uh, loved it actually and that was wow. where i felt uh, you know and just before the start of season 5 um, sorry season 6 uh, ganesh's family had come uh, to the bay area and we all went uh, hiking and all that uh, in uh, yosemite and everything else and so my first week uh, we did it at yosemite and all that and so then kind of got into the program and uh, that's how i was uh, basically got into running and this been... is this is fascinating the next segment i want to really talk about what changed from the uh, from the previous season to the next season where first of all audience i want to just say a heartfelt thanks to uh, vis for having the self confidence to say yes i screwed up i got kicked out of the program and i have no uh, qualms about admitting that you know which is ideal candidate for that you know kicked out of the program means what let's say i mean say i'll take a one minute detour here because an important point you brought up and this is the first time i have one podcast guest risen to the level of podcast guest from being kicked out of the program that means what like he has seen the whole journey he has seen the journey where he slacked off for whatever reason and then got uh, the the i would say the rightful response to uh, being slacked off and then decided that man i need to turn around which is what i wanted to talk to him about in the next question because that's a very important point i want to see because there are enough of you right now who might be thinking man i haven't done anything my coach is already giving me signs and uh, there will be a time when the coach will have to say i'm sorry i'm not able to uh, continue coaching you right so that doesn't mean it's the end of the road it just mean life happens for people guys you know marathon when you sign up uh, signing up is an important step it's not easy people they have to take some effort to sign up but unfortunately that is literally just the beginning it's like marriage the marriage day is the beginning of a very 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 long journey of uh, you know <laughs> long journey of adjustments improvements and making things work and that type of stuff right just because you were tied the knot doesn't mean you are having a happy married life you have, your work starts that day likewise just because you signed up for a marathon doesn't mean you are done with a you know marathon that is when you really start the work and there are unfortunately times when you, your life doesn't allow you to do something mentally mental mindset physical stuff all the stuff but that doesn't mean that's end of the road i think that's what this is very fact this is here as a guest and an esteemed guest at this and i want to say something here there is a reason why i brought these three together all of these three runners have been with us for at least two plus uh, uh, program they will tell you uh, in their discussions and it was uh, we i was as looking for someone whom we haven't had the i had the pleasure of uh, having podcast with but i know they are all exceedingly good dedicated committed runners so i wanted to talk with them not just folks who just completed half marathon just last season and here we are so just by the very fact you know when we said that he got kicked out of the program he is here an esteemed crowd that means there has been an amazing journey from that point and i want to bring that color to you guys shortly and thanks for bringing that up you are already a leader you know a sign of a leader is having the self confidence to say that at that point it was a low and at this point i am a high you know ability to say both is what leadership in my books so thank you for showing that leadership to the 
to the audience here. Thank you. Definitely. Thank um, you. Sure. Rahul, what about, what's your story, buddy? How did you get into running? Sure. sure well, this is actually, <clears throat> sorry, interesting story here as well um, in my case. So when I was in Deutsche, I used to go for those 5Ks in New York City and all. I used to be very, feel very great about that, that, oh, I can do all these 5K runs. Amazing JPMC runs, right? I have like T-shirts from God knows how many years. Like every year I'll go in, company sponsors and all. So I joined this firm, StoneX. Um, and then as soon as I joined our business heads, Karsten, he would always have this event at his place uh, <clears throat> for a party and all and a run with that too. So these friends said, well, I said, it's kind of all the way in Connecticut. Who's going to go there? He said, no, no, sign up. It's a fun party. He just throws a great party every year, does it? I said, okay, I signed up for that. And then it's a nice, after I said, so how do we prepare for the run? He, they said, like, what run? I said, he <laughs> says, when I got the questionnaire, he said, there was a party and there was a half marathon. <laughs> they, said, we don't, they said, we don't talk to half marathon. We just go to the party. I said, so, so I said, what do I do now? He said, we don't know. I mean, you figure it out now. So I, I said, you can't come back. So I had to kind of ask Karsten, like, what do I do? I've never done it. So he's got a shoes you got. And I had those Nike, you know, he said, first go to Road Runner, get some decent shoes, and then just practice a couple of uh, runs a week. And nothing about, I had no idea of CP training, no idea about strengthening and all, whatever else. I mean, I couldn't keep on coming, going back to him, his business and all. So so I did the runs and all, and I'll come to that maybe later on. I did get injured at the, during the training because, because it was not a, a, a very focused the way Bala runs the training with all those important elements of strengthening the muscles and all. There was no guidance about that at all. So of, course, so of course, once I twisted my ankle, but I kept on running too. So anyway, the day came and I couldn't sleep the whole night. I was staying in a hotel over there in Connecticut the next morning. I just couldn't, I had to run. So I just, I think Bala, as your story is, when you did your first marathon, you just put on the shoes and ran. And that's all I did. I had no idea, but I just, I had no idea of goo gels or anything of that sort. And I just somehow made it. I mean, I was probably one of the last ones to just drag myself. And when I got in there, thankfully, Karsten had at his party, he had actually had a masseuse come and he's got, of course, huge home and all in a room for any runners who can get a massage because otherwise I couldn't have driven back all the way from Greenwich, Connecticut over back here in Jersey. So that was, and I said, you know, after that, I said, I really have to understand how this gets done. That's why I was looking around, like, you know, running trainings and I couldn't find anything. Then in fact, I went to Roadrunner website and that's where I found Bala's name. So I was looking for coaches and I'm like, who's in New Jersey? And Bala's name came up. And that's ah. when I reached out to, yeah, I think Indu and all, I think you guys were literally Season six was closing, almost closed at that time. And I requested, can I please join and all? And that's it. Once I got in and then there's no looking back then after that. And thanks, Bala, especially for the program, especially about the, I'll come to that in, a, in later too. And why section is, of course, the strengthening of your, all those, I was just finished your, the whole uh, podcast about different muscles and everything else. It is so relevant and so important, those exercises. And had I known that before, like a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have had this chronic uh, ankle situation going on with me right now. That's another very interesting story, guys. So, guys, uh, some context here. So, uh, RRCA website, uh, all uh, registered coaches, we are listed. Like, if somebody like what Rahul did, you can go to RRCA website and just search, put a, your Edison or New Jersey or wherever. And it will at least give all the registered coaches around. Okay. So, 99.99% of the coaches typically use that as a way to uh, get uh, runners under their uh, program. 
my side is the other way around i was like i don't want anything uh, you know like so i have done anything on a, anywhere my only thing is you know it's not about runners it's about amazing people so the amazing people will bring other amazing people if they don't bring also is fine if they bring also is fine that has always been our thought process so literally everyone in our community has always been a word of mouth from someone rahul is our first and if i'm not mistaken the only rrca oh. oh. on there and those two did not finish their program so rahul as the medal of the only person who came in blind pipeline like he had absolutely nobody who uh, told him into the so when when i from the other side rahul i never told you this when your thing came in it uh, rrca sends me a separate email hey this particular runner is interested in your program i'm like whoa Who, who is this person? <laughs> you know, I said, who, who is the friend of? Then I realized he's coming through RSA. Then that time Madhvi was the admissions person. So I told Madhvi, hey Madhvi, this is a first time coming. You have to get this person in because this person himself has come in without anything. So I want to really surprise him, you know, about what we are doing here because you have no introduction. So I'm so glad that it started off like that. And now you are here as a podcast guest. uh that's a, another type of story like what this story here is from somewhere you know different new thread of coming to the podcast and uh, rahul you've been amazing uh you know coach suja right now is uh, coaching you is that right or uh, is that yes, correct yeah coach suja he can't stop talking about you in terms of your commitment and your dedication and all that thanks a lot well thanks for taking me in because when i was reaching madhvi it was literally almost the curtain was coming down on oh it on came the, down no no it, it was came down. Down. it already came down but i said this is the first time rrca so let's make it happen for it was a new right. channel thanks for okay. yeah. um so that was awesome uh sunil what's your story buddy what's your interesting story that is coming up here <laughs> sure wala so uh, i mean uh, my running journey started like i was putting a lot of weight so i started running but without any structured programming i was just used to run yeah and um, no it was i mean the experience which i had was terrible so somewhere around 10 miles in or something i was i mean in the race day i was feeling like i i might i might almost go faint or something or my emergency contact would be called but somehow i completed it <laughs> and later on i went through around two or three cycles but it was always difficult two three marathons i ran but it was always difficult like at the end of the marathon half marathon i used to feel like i'm completely out i can't yeah. do anything for the other two days uh, then like as this was also stating out i i was more into volleyball and kickboxing and all that stuff then corona came then again started uh, focusing on the running and that's the time when my wife shanti she got the contact uh, from deepak's wife moni they work in the same company so uh, herself and uh, my son siddharth they both joined into the half marathon and my wife and my son doesn't know anything about half marathon they just turned it they didn't they didn't even knew that it was 13 miles <laughs> but they did <laughs> and i was like no oh, you two are going to run 13 miles i mean i was like uh, no i used to feel myself that i'm really strong and i was struggling to get it completed yeah. then i saw them one week through and so and i was seeing like they're easily doing that so that's where i thought to get into but it was all late but i was like a like you call that lover the eclavia mode. yeah yeah eclavia mode i was following the plan <laughs> for the first season for the fourth season that was the fourth season so and that season i felt the really good though i was in the eclavia mode it was the best uh, half marathon which i had 
and then season five, six, seven, I was doing half marathon. And the highlights when I call that the structure programming. And, so we will, uh, we will talk about the highlights shortly. Yeah. We will talk about the highlights shortly. But yeah. uh, the it's very interesting. There's a couple of really golden nuggets that are coming out. I want to bring that out here, right? So, yeah. the, so guys, in RSWB history, I've told this a couple of times, but I'll tell it again. Women brought their men. It is like like a, on a majority level, not all always. Like you know, this is doing the opposite side, but most of the times women join, and then they exceed expectations of the husband. You know, they don't think. I mean, they suddenly think this this lady doesn't do anything. Suddenly, he's running half marathon with a smile. <laughs> Not just half marathon. She's running with a smile. What is happening here? And the guy just like say, okay, then I have to do it myself. And uh, then in this route, when the guys come into the program, they come in with extreme, like, you know, uh, disproportionate use of force. They come in with absolute commitment, dedication, because they, I know for some reason, they want to be amazing in this one. And I've seen so many examples. The, the, The guys that the women brought in, the guys are the most dedicated. They just kill it. And clearly, Sunil, we're going to talk about that. That's what he was about to start off with that. And we will, we will in fact, we'll, we'll start with you, Sunil, in the next question. So that was one golden nugget that I wanted to say. I want to thank Shanti for bringing us such an amazing runner as you, a district-level sports person who was finding it difficult to run, who was having, you know, like there was no run with a smile. In fact, it was a run with a tear by the end of the half marathon, looking and looking at his own son, 10-year-old, 11-year-old, Sid, just doing five miles and four miles easily. He's like, I'm a district level athlete. Why am I struggling? And why is this uh, young kid of mine exactly. is doing so easy? Right? That was the yeah, that is exactly the same thing. Yeah. Right. That's what I was bringing that, uh, putting words in your mouth when you were saying this. That was the second thing. So that's another common thread, guys. Okay. I've seen it in other places. The third one, he brought about this Eklaiva. And I know that many places I've said, and I assume that everybody knows what it is. It is possible the new runners have no context of what this is. So let me just tell uh, uh, 20 seconds on that. So Eklaiva in this, uh, I think it's a Ramayana Mahabharata. You, uh, it's Ramayana. Right? Mahabharata. 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 Yeah, Sorry. Mahabharata. So Dronacharya is this big uh, Guruji for teaching, uh, uh, you know, archery and all that. Right. But uh, he, uh, maybe he was busy the season, uh, you know, curtains came down and Eklaiva wanted to join and uh, this guy Eklaiva wanted to be his student and Dharuna said, sorry, I'm full. I can't do it anymore. Final search is complete. So what Eklaiva did is literally assumed and imagined that Drona is his uh, guru and essentially taught himself with the auspicious of Guru's basic framework a little bit. Okay. And taught himself and almost the, the legend goes that he's, he was as good as Arjun. When it comes to maybe this, you can correct me if I'm making some corrections here, but he was really good. He was so good that Drona himself couldn't imagine that this person is so good, but he was not even trained by Drona. He was a parallel face, but he looked at Drona as a leader, as a guru. So why we brought that Eklaiva word is we realized as the seasons grew, we realized that we were inspiring these uh, other runners who are not part of the group, but they got inspired by the runners and they said, you know what, I'll just follow you, like whatever you're doing. And they did an excellent job. And because that season, they were not part of it. And then they joined. So that group is called the Eklaiva group. They are not part of the season, but they still did whatever they uh, they had to do. So that's why we call them Eklaiva students. Why I brought this up here is that you all have the ability to be that inspiration for multiple Eklaivas around you. You know, 
That's why I wanted to bring this story up. Uh, the, uh, uh, Sunil became an Ekalaiva not because of me. Sunil became an Ekalaiva because of Siddharth and uh, Shanti. When he looked at Shanti and Siddharth, he felt inspired. Said, okay, if they can do, then I can do. Even so, so what if I'm not part of the team? Let me go along with it. And there are multiple such stories like that. So I want you to know that you have within you an ability to inspire and change other people's lives by just doing what you're doing just now. Don't do anything more. Just follow the program. Automatically, you will end up inspiring other Eklaivas. And that is your way of impacting somebody else's life. The biggest uh, return on your effort is seeing your, you inspiring others to impact other people's life in a positive manner. So thanks uh, for sharing that story, buddy. Um, so let me go back to you, because since I told you, how was your 16 weeks training when you joined not as a non a regular student? How was it? Some highlights and lowlights, please. Yeah, uh, sure, Bala. So uh, from the highlights, I mean, the, the structure program, that's the best thing. Like, you uh, know, before when I was running, I was used to run the constant speed or the same speed or same distance always. That's the only thing which I knew. So in the structure program, the way we we were we i mean we were gradually going up the variations of runs that was really good that helped a lot uh, and that helped a lot for me to scale up for the half marathon and felt really good after the run like it used to feel like you no know, really i've done something great and uh, no and next year also i'm ready to run i mean that sort of feeling was there and coming to the highlights uh, what i would say is that you know, uh, it was snowing for a couple of weeks, there was nothing to be, I mean, you can't run anywhere. Myself and my son we used to go around the community and see like if there is any place where we can run, right? Anywhere where it is cleaned or whatever, but there was none. So at the same time, I think uh, Deepak, uh, Deepak posted out his daughter running inside the house. Then I thought like, wow, this is also possible. <laughs> so my son, my son used to run inside our house in the apartment. In no, the I <laughs> And he, I mean, the good thing is like, I even ran strides inside the house. <laughs> First of all, how big is your house? Let's start with that. How big is your house? When you ran, how big was your house? No, it is very small. Only kitchen and hall. Yeah, so you run okay. strides in the kitchen and yeah, hall? Yeah, that's what it does. So it was around five miles we ran like that. So that was really good. <laughs> so that would be the highlights, I would say. Oh my and, God. Uh, stop stop I mean, for a second. Stop for a second. Let me enjoy this. Before you, before you push this aside, right? I see. I can see visibly Miss and Rahul are like, you know, so excited. Amazing, right? I'm surprised you were allowed to do that at home. Your wife didn't say, what's going on? Like, no, because she's a runner circles. too. Oh, so they all, yeah. the whole family is running together. That's yeah. good, actually. So, are you in the first ground floor or in the second or third floor in your apartment? First floor. Exactly. First floor. <laughs> and I was uh, trying to run very softly. <laughs> I think yeah. I managed to do that. I didn't get any complaints. Guys, audience, let me bring this up, right? This is how commitment, dedication looks like. I'm not asking you to do it. Okay, that's not the point here. Nobody asked him to do it. It's not as if, you know, some coach said, hell or high water, you have to run five miles. That's it. That's not the, what it was. He was committed and dedicated enough to say that if a small kid of 10-year-old uh, Deepak's uh, daughter could do it, so what? Like, you know, it's about just breaking some status quo, breaking some framework that is driving us. 
and say why not like okay i have to i need some place to go around i'll go around the kitchen and drawing room that's all no i'll do strides 5 miles oh god that's amazing uh, that inspires a lot of people this is i've heard stories like this guys people running in airports newark airport from terminal c of one corner <laughs> to the other other corner terminal c and uh, that that person was saying that people are look at him like initially they thought he's running for flight so he was okay then when they saw him fight him he's like some crazy guy is running around the airport <laughs> but he said before they could realize he ran away this is a very interesting thing he said because airport is a moving population no <laughs> so every day he <laughs> somebody else is looking at him so everybody thought he was running for the flight <laughs> so, so that's a good that's idea a good. of doing this uh, but sunil please go ahead that was very very nice of you fantastic yes. man go ahead what yes. else uh, and so from a low light point uh, i mean the only season which i could not uh, run at least for a week or two was the last season uh, while playing volleyball not while running but while playing volleyball i twisted my ankle so uh, for two weeks uh, to three weeks i could not make the uh, long runs but then i did the half marathon and that was the best uh, half marathon which i had i thought i would not be able to do it but uh, luckily i could complete it Yeah. Uh, so that's what that was my low light and highlight thing from an injury point or anything thanks for that awesome sunil and guys audience you should know sunil is one of the strongest strength uh, runner here we have he does one hand push ups double push ups he has sent a pictures of him doing something and blows my mind like you know he's a true sportsman here like this guy is like a sculpted runner he knows his body he's a muscular uh, you know and he is and if his runs and all are like just picture perfect runs right now i'm sure he doesn't have any pain he's really strong muscular uh, he focuses on strength exercises a lot so uh, sunil you've been an inspiration to me buddy yeah, some of the videos that i've seen Thank of you, you. Uh, please mm-hmm. kind of feel free to share to others you know don't feel shy if you're doing some really cool mm-hmm. stuff you know we would like to celebrate your strength exercises as well this uh, what about you buddy what's your sort of story here so my uh... highlights i think uh, you know there are uh, multiple i'll just kind of uh, so the first time i ran my first half mile uh, non stop my first mile my first my first two miles every time i it was an accomplishment because you know you're running you're you're doing something which i've never done before so it was i used to enjoy all those things and then my first 5 mile i think i'll never forget that um we we had a function it was on a saturday we had to go to somebody's house the function was supposed to start in the morning 7 and it was supposed to go the whole night uh, the whole day and i knew i couldn't do it in the in the night so what we did so we reached that place maybe around 11:15 11:30 11, in the night then i told you know something um i'm going to wait for half an hour everybody is about to go to bed i said let me finish my run and then i'll go to bed so that next day i don't have to worry about it at all yeah. and i and everybody thought i was crazy and you know you're here for something i said no i will be up and you know i'm a morning guy and i will definitely be up there's no problem and i felt at that point that you know i definitely exceeded so my mind said i can do anything basically so i went for my 12 15 run it was not a great run so my coach definitely gave me a lot of uh, feedback on that what happened in second mile and third mile and all but i told coach it was like a new place and all this kind of a thing so that was uh, one of the highlights was just that mental uh, thing uh, you know achieving and i always get a high uh, whenever and i found that running is the easiest way to get a high yeah uh, you you feel down you know it's one of the weird things you feel so tired and all that 
you do a physical exercise and come back you are energized which yeah. is so counterintuitive but uh, that was what i felt was uh, you know that's one of the things i feel and also in your one of your podcast also you said bala when you go for run i always think about the problems i have basically you know what is the work problems whatever it is uh, just trying to see because there's a lot of clarity that you get uh, i don't listen to anything i just listen to my footsteps pretty much and i think that that is where pretty much the whole thing is i think from a highlight again uh, the uh, yeah i think those are pretty much i think some of the highlights my and then the highlight is also destination runs yep uh, so this time when we went to india you know we went on a north india tour and all that pretty much i ran in most of the places that we were there um, i ran out every other day in hyderabad i've never seen that side of hyderabad before <laughs> as the way when you run and all that so that was fantastic and i think low lights uh, you can't beat my low light okay getting kicked out of the program <laughs> you can't go <laughs> tell me about that way this i wanted to ask you in the previous section. yeah so yes the first two three weeks and what changed when you came back what what was it that you changed to sort of get into a different path yeah so i i always love structure i always believe when somebody has done something and they are helping others um uh, it's like a peeled it's a banana is there you're not even peeling it you just have to take it and that is how i thought even when i came into the first season the season i got kicked out was oh i am a sportsman like i had that kind of an attitude like i am a sportsman so what is the big deal with running and all that but then i i over uh, you know there are different uh, skills to run basically just because you are sportsman doesn't mean that you can run though correct and uh, so even before the season started like i said i think i ran like a 5 mile or something like that uh, without knowing anything and so uh, i promptly injured and then i said no 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 i need to stick to the program i need to stick to the program and that was the only thing i said you know when i get back that's all i will do i will just follow to the t whatever happens with strength training means strength training and running and all that and that was for me the biggest uh, transformation actually and till today i think that is what i kind of uh, i don't want to uh overdo what is you know when they coach said something there's a reason why they said that and uh, you know they didn't there's a reason why they said do only this and slow down here and all that and and that's my biggest uh, learning and say and i think that's my biggest uh, i think message as well when everything is given on a platter all we have to do is eat it uh, don't don't overthink it amazing story man amazing uh, so proud of you that you came in with that mindset so if you think about it audience all he's saying is it's the mindset that makes you you know make or break this journey is the mindset you come in with the mindset of just follow the program come what may go and do it that is the mindset once you get it and then think one day at a time if i have to add that i'll only say that don't overthink 10 days next week what will happen two miles only i'm struggling right now how can i do for 13 miles all that let the coach think for you that's what they are doing they are supposed to be doing that job you just think about today so today is two mile run go and complete two mile run come what may like what we uh, said that doing that is a breaking some shackles mental shackles that who said that you have to do it only at 6 o'clock in the evening or 6 o'clock in the morning i will do it at 12 o'clock in the night you know it doesn't matter i can do whatever time i feel like and when you get into that mindset uh, audience come rain you look forward to go and run in the rain like i think this one beautiful little kid uh, just posted a picture in the runners yeah. club and she enjoyed it i am so glad she did it of course if lightning and others your parents and kids you have to be careful there but if there is just rain just go out for a run if it is snowing go out for a run all of these things that are mental taboo that we kept it on ourselves once you break it you will realize it's a exhilarating experience you know it's an exhilarating experience so i am so glad that you 
saw that and now you are a totally a different runner rest is history as they say you've never looked back ways after that you've just, yeah, just back yeah, yeah. <laughs> just I, i just want to add one point out there bala i think the community um, is phenomenal in pushing each other and the reason i say that is many a times i see the weather in the east coast now oh it's raining it's hot it's snowing and all and in california when i wake up and today i do i feel little lethargic what excuse do i have it's like the same 70 degrees all through the year and uh, so there is a, that that excuse is gone basically and so you you have to wear it on so yeah. i when you wake up and you see oh my god at 6 o'clock or whatever in snow somebody has finished and they posted it that is super inspiring i think the community that's what makes a difference i think that's in this whole great point great point this uh, rahul how is your what are your highlights and lowlights buddy sure um yeah it, it's it's amazing uh, to hear how uh, like you know we put together right you know it, it's amazing uh, like, in terms of the highlights and the low light as well that and like the way you articulated was that yes it's all on the platter just 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 grab it that's pretty much it it's so put together in front of you so when it comes to me uh, my definitely the first highlight is when i almost well i i didn't even know if i would finish be able to finish by that first half marathon which i had was not even prepared for so when i saw it because before that last um, before that finish line there was a hill actually and a lot of people will just give up on that one and i'm like i i'm the i've come that far i have to cross it so it took god knows i don't know, like 3 hours something or maybe 2 hours 40 minutes some some long time but when i crossed it that was the first highlight of of my a run in my whole lifetime and ever so I'll, imagine i'll be able to get through that, that you know uh, without being any having kind of any training to begin with and after that i think what i see when people start posting on their destination runs and i think bala you encourage that quite a lot and that's made me think whenever i travel start packing up yes. pair of running shoes right yes. so yeah so just last couple of months ago actually i was in i was on a business trip to india and then i took go to delhi too and i'm like uh, uh, between uh, Uh, between uh, India Gate and Rajpathi Bhavan, this Rajpathi. Oh like, my goodness! Going on run that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I grew up here. I take school bus there, going all this area, hanging out with friends. Why not go for a run? I'm like, it's just to get hot too in in Delhi that time. So I said, I'll probably get the earliest metro I can get. Just get off there, and I'll just I just got some like a like a bottle of water. So I got off, and then I try to go there for a run, and there's some construction going on. and all these jawans and all would let you go in i'm like i came all the way it is my this thing i want to run on this so, so they checked me thoroughly and all but they let me run through that that whole corridor which yeah. was oh, wow. amazing experience and then i could see the sun coming out over india gate and all and like people like all the jawans coming and then actually i was running all in court place which i was grew up in they were going in you know like scooters buses and everything else so that was definitely something of I, a highlight I could never uh, forget. No doubt. That was, and then again, I think this whole thing. And then after that, we I took my parents to Jaipur, and then again in the morning I got up and they were still sleeping in the hotel, so I just put on my shoes and I went to the streets and I started running. Of course, because it's safe and GPS, everything else is there. It's 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 now if you're like running shoes, any city is you just can just cover your shoes for miles and miles and have a good time. And yeah, I think I was just put together before. Uh, when you come back, to the start is a bit. It makes you like you know this inertia of that. But once you're done, it just feels so amazing. 
But you feel to that runner's high is like you feel about it. And if you don't do it, you miss it. It's like a drug, right? That's what it's supposed to be. So that's um, something, you know, and I, I think I'll, all of us, including myself, will have these kind of, uh, these, these high times because we go out, do these things. And I don't think there's, in the future, I'll probably ever have anything which I can say less or more than other height because they're all great runs. On the, of course, on the on the low side of things as well, as injuries come in, yeah, I definitely have uh, an ankle which I twisted. It's like chronic situation with me, so I have to be careful. Unfortunately, just a couple of uh, weeks ago, I was running again, was not paying attention, and I had twisted again. So a couple of days I had to take a break. Uh, so that was again, uh, like, you know, low, low, low time on, on during my runs. And then lately in Jersey, when it's being so hot, like, you know, 100, like I come back from work in New York City and all, and still at seven o'clock, still showing like about 85, 90 plus, 92 wow. plus humidity, right? I'm like, I have to do it, right? I don't know how, but I'll do it. And then I take two bottles of water, one to keep dumping and one to keep drinking. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. So, but yeah, it get, gets to you. And by the time you come back, you have to be careful about that too, that not to overexert and pass out of the road, right? So these are a bit of low times you can call it, but I think they're all, all achievable. I think it's last time we used to have like mind over miles. If your mind made, you know, mind is made, you can overcome. You have to find it ways to do it properly and safely, but you can overcome them. So, so those are, yeah, yeah, some of those low times of I can hide to as well. Beautiful. You brought that destination runs, folks. Guys, I cannot stress enough on that destination runs. Um, but, you know, I call, I, I if I have to say like three stages of this, this journey, I would say in my sort of framework way. Stage one is where you somehow run, you know, because you have to run, you are committed. I'm talking about the basis is committed, then dedication. This is people, once they have become committed and dedicated, I would then split that into three stages of commitment and dedication, right? One is because they're committed and dedicated, they will somehow make it happen. That's one first stage. Then comes the second stage where they are, they will not only make it happen, they will also try to have some fun. That means they will make sure that if I organize a group run, they will come and join or they will go with friends and family and uh, run, or they will go to, they'll travel one or two miles and go to the nearest park as opposed to being at the same place they will run, but they just want to explore their region. That would be the second stage. Then comes the third stage, which is what I want all of you to be in. The, the third stage is run is just a byproduct. The key is to explore various places that Earth is, the world has given you, the God has given you, right? And you realize that, Running is the most beautiful way to explore these various places. If you get into that mindset, the tactical output of that mindset is this. When you go for a vacation, work, travel, jobie, the first item you will pack is your shoes. When you yeah. get there, then you are in that stage. Remember that. So you need to get to that stage. You will not care about everything else. First thing you will do is pack the shoes. That means you are ready for that trip. Whether it is this, Then the second thing will be... Now, if not the immediate second thing, before you go to the airport, you'll open up Google Maps and check out, you know, <laughs> where is it that I can run here, okay? And then for people like me, business trip, I only have nine, 10 hours a day in a, in a, in a particular place I, because I keep going from many cities. Even then I check, I will stop going to any hotels anymore. I only do Airbnb. Why? Because Airbnb, I can pick and choose the house that is next to the place I can run. 
Okay, uh, I want to do Airbnb, and be, and because of that one strategic decision, guys, I have run in some of the most marky, amazing places ever uh, that I can think of. Like you know, because the same place I go to San Diego, I pick up fifteen different Airbnbs, fifteen different beaches. It's just uh, absolutely an exhilarating experience, and then run as I said, is a byproduct. I am just running in different places, cities, cultures, people. Um, you know, and then folks, somebody might say, but I don't go to beaches area, Bala. I go to the center of town. Oh, fantastic. If you go to the center of a city, Athens, I ran in the center of the city. So it is like the most chaotic traffic you can think of. But I ran through the marketplace, <laughs> through the small streets, everything. That was an experience by itself, you know. So I just want you to say, and the Janpat uh, thing, I'm so glad, uh, Rahul, you were able to do that. Luckily for me, when I went there, I chose this hotel right next to Janpat. So I didn't have that metro issue. When I went there, it was uh, three days or so before Independence Day or Republic Day, I think. Yeah, yeah. The entire army was out there. Band was out there. They were preparing and marching and that. Wow. And they allowed me to run. I don't know how they allowed me to run. I went wow. to the parliaments, the India gates, and yep. it's a mind-blowing experience, man. Yes, absolutely. Right? So yep. folks who are going to India for vacation, if you don't do these Janpat rounds, the, the Bangalore, uh, uh, you know, the Nilima is beautifully posting in various places, Kerala okay. runs, uh, Marina beaches of Chennai, you don't know what India is about till you go for the Jaipur is another beautiful place to run as well. So good stuff. Thanks for uh, sharing that, Rahul. Um, okay, Vis, let's uh, get, get back to you. Um, I know now, how many ma half marathons you have done till now? So, uh, I've done uh, uh, three so far, two through RHWB and one outside uh, with our friends. Three completed. Yeah. And training for the fourth one, I believe, for this Correct. season. Uh, that's, that's a large collection of half marathons already. So, why don't you take us uh, through uh, your head? Like, how did you experience a half marathon? How was that day? So my, uh, let me talk about my first half marathon. My first one was uh, very interesting. So um, I didn't participate in any in race. So I ran in uh, Foster City itself. Uh, the build up to that half marathon, you know, for uh, newcomers, maybe you won't be knowing this, but um, you don't run much in the last two weeks. So for me, that itself was, I was feeling very itchy. Uh, and so there was a Oh my God, what is, what is going to happen? And so that scare part of I'm not running much the last two weeks and then I have to run half marathon. That was one thing. Not only that, then we, we are loading up on carbs. <laughs> so you're eating and you're not running much. I was like very uh, nervous. And to tell you the truth, I didn't sleep much the previous night. Of course. That I happens. was very first time, very nervous and all. And I gave my wife the map that I'm going to run. And, you know, this is the road and roughly I'll be here at this point and things like that. And, uh, I started, I think it was a, it was a, it was a good run. I was going as per plan and all. And uh, towards after the 10th, maybe the 10th mile, that's when I realized the importance of strength training uh, as expected. My first season I did, but I don't think I was like, I did it with as much dedication, but I could definitely feel my, you know, my glutes talking to me and, you know, that kind of a feeling. And then by the time I came to my 11th mile, I was like very skeptical, you know, maybe my, my pace or whatever. But luckily, my uh, son ran one mile with me and my daughter ran the last mile. And that just pushed me over, basically. So that one was an ex amazing experience. Um, and that was fantastic. And uh, then the last one I did in the last season that we did it as a part of a group. Uh, so it was a Chinmaya Mission's home run. So a lot of uh, runners and all that. And first time, you know, like running in a group, uh, I planned, I told Coach Butts that this is how I'm planning to do coach. This is the timing. But in that excitement, 
everything went off like i was like you know i i felt so ashamed going back to the coach and saying i didn't get the prs it was a reverse prs and given an opportunity i want to correct it and all so i beat my prior uh, uh, record by maybe about 11 minutes but it was just not a good feel because i didn't get the prs so <laughs> this time i'm waiting to see how it's going to happen so That's i just want to so how what's your sort of pr right now so my first, uh, right now it's a 226 two hours my god that's a nice pace from yes. from uh, not able to sustain two weeks of running to right. three half marathons with a pr of 226 and feeling bad that you couldn't do prs those of you who don't know do not know what is prs don't worry couple of uh, uh, weekends later i will tell you now you don't worry about it as i said right things that you don't know don't worry about it just focus on what you're asked to do we will talk about prs soon but that's brilliant this uh, that's great congratulations three half marathon thank you i see a full marathoner in you honestly oh, uh, it's just a matter of time it will come i'm not uh, pressurizing you but i do see same thing for you sunil uh, and same thing for your rahul another three common thing i do see a full marathon in three of you um, and uh, we'll get there uh, sunil what's your story buddy uh yeah uh, so uh, i mean uh, before uh, getting into rh uh, uh, runner side i had uh, around four half marathons i did uh, i mean all of them were struggling one but i did four i managed to do four of them then uh, in uh, runners i have done four half marathons wow so it's really good wow. uh, i felt really good so the the best part which i had is like the preparation and planning no like what uh, in each mile how speed i should be running yeah. and and executing them and uh, able to execute them i would say right so that was a that was the best part which i had um, apart from that the hydration and stuff and uh, like uh, we was also stating out like uh, having the glue and other stuff i never knew that we should be having something <laughs> while running <laughs> like rahul <laughs> style <laughs> <laughs> so drinking at appropriate time and all that and planning for the race right that was a really good thing like Yeah. i see those videos right like i see like how much he plans you know just before the race like packing everything doing i never pack even for my journeys but before the half marathon i do really packing <laughs> so that was a good thing which i got and like was like bala was stating out right right now first thing what i do when i go to any place i just see like where should i run like what is the place and right and carrying the shoes and my mother also says like how many shoes are you carrying <laughs> i said this one is <laughs> completely important for me absolutely so you're in level 3 buddy uh, eight half marathons is not a joke that's a big deal you are into serious long distance running category right now um, and what's your pr uh, uh, sunil yeah it's uh, around 2 hours 15 minutes beautiful beautiful 2 hours 15 minutes powerful running um really nice and i know that you're shaping up so well every season you're improving and yeah. uh, it's because of your extremely good strength exercise regimen that you have that's why you are able to constantly keep improving and of course all three of you are like five out of kind of candidates like you know not missing many thing just keep going at it so you guys are like model you know runners for uh, all the new runners and uh, this story i'm sure all the new runners you all should get inspired and uh, remember the journey from if you hear their stories they were either they had no clue what this is or they were doing all the wrong things you know that's the story and now they're doing all the right things and they are like killing it so and that gap is not like 15 years 
we are talking like couple of years that's it that's right so it's not like you know it's not impossible to do is my point it's very very possible it's just taking one thing at a time and just focus on what these three gentlemen are doing or just shared uh, rahul how was your uh, race day experience buddy yeah so uh, in my case too I mean, um, it's my third season uh, two of them i did with um, with mala with your program and of course the one with uh, which i got pulled into <laughs> without that much choice over there uh, so before i go into my race day experience i definitely have to say i think a big difference to me i feel is the immediate course like coach suja she is really on top of like how you're doing and all in some time cases maybe i was walking or i kind of paused it so i'm like let's see but she caught it right you know so i'm sure it's a lot of work and she's a lot of people <laughs> to watch but and she's like i see there's this pause in there what were you doing that i thought I'm like I was really I was trying my shoe something I just made something up but the fact <laughs> is that but yeah the nose doesn't get you know there, there's no loose it's like it's always tightened over there right you know the chavi continues to be like you know you have to be on top of your game yeah. otherwise the you know you know coach is watching so definitely you know you know definitely shouting out to all the coaches and of course to my coach suja for pushing us or for, for making us follow um this so that it has become a part of everyday thing even if she doesn't ask it's like already so much inculcated in our in, in my own and i'm sure like for everybody else's uh, daily routine you'll do it right even if they are not forcing you to do that because of their work they've done initially right coming to the race day of course it's uh, anxiety no matter i read all the i think uh, videos all about you that take you know take you know take takes the well don't think about it like don't think how we do it it's i read all of it i did whatever i could take you know i was just close to taking some kind of anti anxiety medication so i did not <laughs> but i <laughs> but i somehow managed but yeah no matter what i just it's like excitement to get up and all uh, the fact is that um, the car boarding part i was a bit careful because i thought i loaded all up i'll probably end up putting like 3 pounds and to carry that those 3 pounds now right yeah. so so yes i think so i kind of like you know i stayed with like goo gels and all rather than like you know going pastas and parathas and pizza and all like the whole week before so i just you know, I, i would tell everybody to make sure we don't just try to use an opportunity to just load ourselves with like carb like you know there's no tomorrow but just be just be mindful right what we are doing on that on in that regards and the next day when to go when you there see once you are there at the line start line then there's nothing much to think just execute so that was easy right and i think balan if you remember last time i was really hurting when you were coming um, right you could see me but i was able to some manager able to complete it i said i will make sure i might be able to go faster but i will not because what i don't want to do is end up walking the last two miles so let me just slow down quite a lot so at least i can keep keep on running but still be able to finish it while running and not just walk over so that's something i would suggest things will happen about all our training everything at the last moment something will happen some injury might happen just make sure we don't make it worse just slow down and somehow do whatever to make sure you can run through into the finish line yeah. that's what i would think and that's my personally i've helped myself that's beautiful and what was your pr raho this time when i finished yeah it was about i think 222 222 it was first time i did with you with the program was 238 something so i think 
it came down to about 15 minutes less than that. I think 220 wow. in the ballpark. And all of you are in the ballpark of 230 and below, 215 to 30. These are all like, these are, you can't wing a half marathon and get a 215 to 30. Let me tell you. Like the things that you did before uh, the four marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do that. Because the body is not built to get to 230 to 215 without any training and somehow just come and do it and yeah. finish to, yeah, maybe some PT Usha can do. Not us, yeah. <laughs> you know. So that just shows the training impact of all your, you know, um, runs. Absolutely. Uh, so one point I wanted to make here, audience, this, uh, this, this point that we talked about, which is this carb loading point, right? This carb loading point, we will talk a lot more on that carb loading point. Uh, but from a funny point, carb loading doesn't mean you can go, go to town with carbs <laughs> for one full <laughs> week, you know? <laughs> so in case if somebody is dreaming, okay, let me do all the training. Last week is there for me to do carb loading. Sorry to disappoint you. It's not that going to be like that. Huh? It's going to be just one day for one meal for only half marathon is an above, not 10k and 5k. I know there are some runners who got disappointed there for me. <laughs> <laughs> so that is one um the uh, the other one which is our uh, we will talk about it in the upcoming weekend message um you know soul to soul the point about you not able to go to sleep before the race now this is a normal thing for pretty much not just new runners i would say a, a lot of runners you know it's because you've been on it for 16 weeks of you know, mind, body, and soul transformation, you know, so it's all aligned to a certain event that is expected to happen soon. It's like going to an interview. Only thing is you've worked really hard for 16 weeks, blood, sweat, and tears. Which interview you stay, you play, prepare for 16 weeks, tell me, right? So <laughs> this is a huge deal, right? And it is also, especially for new runners, first timers, you have never done that. You haven't crossed the Lakshman Rake of 10 miles. So you do not know what your body is going to is going to you know uh, capable of doing. Mental benchmark is not in place, right? So the first timers, it's always that soul is misaligned with the body and uh, you know mind right now. You know in the last minute because soul is saying, but I've never done this. How am I going to do this? So that's why it's soul to soul, which we will discuss a little bit more on on the alignment part. But uh, that's a common theme, and if you are in that theme, remember this podcast. All of us have gone through that. It's not something that, you know, not able to sleep and extreme uh, anxiety is normal. And, uh, but once you cross the finish line, you'll forget everything. It's, it's all about the next season after that. When do I get this pain again? It's the basic point. Uh, awesome, guys. I mean, I can continue talking for a long time. This has just been a fascinating conversation with this awesome, spread, diverse, yet very similar kind of uh, runners here in this uh, podcast. So let's bring this podcast home. Let's go start from Suneo. 200 plus runners, brand new runners. Uh, I would say 250 because there are 50 RSWB light runners right now. So 250 new runners here. Um, some advice for them. So the first and the foremost, I would say like follow the coach to the T. Don't, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, just follow them. That's it. And the uh, second one, what I would say is like strength training uh that's that's very much important and hydration yeah strength training and hydration that's that's what i would be saying uh i mean rest just follow the training the training will kick off and uh, uh you will be able to do what you're planned to do don't overthink just follow the training to the t exactly. things will happen automatically is your basic exactly. point exactly. Here, right? 
which yes, is that's it. Which is so good. <laughs> Thanks for saying that and making our job easier. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, yeah. So following the thing, I think that is something I would I would repeat as well. Uh, very critical. The other thing is, uh, I would say if you can uh, enjoy the process, e- it's easier to say right now. But I think. Uh, if you run with a smile, for example, uh, come home and you will get a high. I think that is what it is, uh, basically. And, uh, you know, like just borrowing James Clear, basically, you don't want to run a half marathon. You want to be a runner. Um, so right. I think at the end of the day, uh, I think that is what you're aiming for. So that's a beautiful quote. You don't want to be a half. You don't need to be a half. Ma- you don't want to be a half marathoner. What you want is just be a runner. Rest all will happen as a, as a byproduct, I guess. Focus on being a runner. A good runner will also be a good human being. I can tell you that um, because you know what it means. As I was told, a good human being in my definition is you do the hard work and you reap the benefits of hard work. When you do that, you start respecting other people who are doing the same thing. And when you start respecting other people, you automatically become an amazing human being. That's how running gets connected to this amazing human being thing. You know, you start respecting other people, even if you don't know that person, because you know how much it took to get you to a certain point. Like first time I met Wiss in West Coast, it felt like, you know, long lost brothers connecting with each other. Because, you know, it was just that same thing with Rosanil, same thing. With, I'm sure it's the same thing for you guys when you meet other runners too. Absolutely. Um, that's no, there's so, no, so many in the program, Bala, like I haven't met, like when I think of coach Indu or Suja or, uh, you know, coach Bats, Aparna, so many, I follow them on Strava. I've never met, but as I'm, I feel I know them. That's right. right. I, I think and that when is you the meet feeling. them also, that feeling will be uh, doubly validated. Uh, so it's a very special feeling. And thanks for saying that. Focus on becoming good runners. Rest all will flow. Um, Rahul? Yeah, sure, thanks, Bala. <clears throat> so I won't repeat what Sunil has already uh, said before. Uh, some points I definitely would like to add. Um, one thing is definitely on first hand, the injuries and all, the strength training, which is very much by uh, honor code that you just go in and uh, final surgery, you can just mark it done, especially for the new ones. You can easily do that. Please do not. Okay. Do not mark it done unless you do it. Because don't cheat yourself on that one. Because if you do that, you won't be able to run too long. right? So running will come, and especially Bala with the... Um, uh, the, the podcast you did recently about explaining so well about different muscles, how they help, uh, help us out. We have to strengthen them. So please definitely use those, 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 uh, those strength training workouts uh, to the teeth, of course. And make sure if you have extra time, do extra sets as well. It won't hurt you. If it says, let's say, uh, I'm on a, a Sunday's a rest day, but honestly, if I can just go and do a small, like a little bit, not too, too strong, but like a little bit of training to some ankle if my, I know it's bothering me. So I'll probably do a bit more of ankle side. Uh, on, on my side, I'll do that. Um, other thing I would also say is, and I'll, I'll have anybody else who wants to reach out. Since I had my ankle situation, I've seen many physiotherapists and I have a lot of the exercises which they have given me. So I have their uh, the videos as well as the pictures. So I definitely can scan them, can share with people. If anybody else who has some situation with the ankle and they need to be, they want to heal it quickly. Right. Other thing I would say is also that um, if at some point you do go through that injury, it's definite. And you feel like I want to go out for a run. If the coach says, take it easy, I think it's probably a good idea to just take maybe a two days break, let it heal and then go back. So that's yeah, something yeah. I definitely would talk about that as well. And third and the last, I think it's very important for us to communicate with our coaches through Strava. It's, it's supposed to be not a one way interaction. 
we should feed back to them uh, you know you know of course the simple things and all is there but on top of that there should be a communication so they, they should see that it's not one way street only you know we are or they're taking their time to to spend with us to uh, make us better in 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 this journey definitely we should one thing we can do minimal is try to talk to them communicate with them thank them and just have this rapport develop develop this rapport with them that's one thing i would i would add uh, as my advice to the to the new runners thanks for saying that rahul thank you really i do i do know that coaches will appreciate that very much any feedback positive negative is good and no feedback means we don't even know whether anybody is even listening to what we are saying absolutely absolutely <laughs> so i so, uh, absolutely agree with you on that 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 goes for the podcast and other messages you know it takes time and effort to do these things so the least you can do is see it uh, yeah. you know <laughs> so in that way in that way four weeks later if somebody asks what's a cp i do lose my mind because forget about uh, not explaining the cp it just tells me that he has not seen any of my podcast he or she has not seen any of my podcast so it tells me something more than just that question so that's why i think rahul you bring that point it's a very good point uh, and and uh, rahul another side story is Uh, since you have a special knowledge on the ankle injury part this is why we have the discussions forums you know mm-hmm. everyone has got the right to post post it so you can literally create under the medical there is a section for mm-hmm. medical thing oh, where you can good. go there and I'll do that. so in that way oh, even if nobody reads it now tomorrow when somebody has yep. an ankle pain i can say go and take this post you know uh, and we also coaches can learn from it and maybe add to the various uh, questions that keeps coming right so it's just a overall crowdsourcing of knowledge uh, that absolutely and i encourage everyone to do the same if you have any specific special experiences on anything go to the relevant sections in the uh, discussion board just sharing in whatsapp unfortunately will get lost very soon because of the millions of uh, messages that will come after that so go to the discussion board everybody has the uh, access to send a create a post create the post add the content it's maybe you if if you have some video links add it it's very intuitive that's it and then rest we will take care of it whenever we want to again uh, bring it back we'll bring it back for any any other runner okay so you can do that as part of that um so guys it's been an incredible an hour or so chatting with the three of you um thank you guys it's been a re- i mean i've learned so much i'm inspired by all of you um you, you guys are leaders in your own right very successful professionals and also a, a humble human beings to share in a very nice way thank you thanks for your time thank thanks you Bala. so much mala thank you it was an honor for... to chat with you on this podcast yeah and thank you for the platform bala thank you thanks a lot guys thanks viz thanks sunil yeah good seeing thank you good chatting thanks. with you guys thank you sunil yeah thank you rahul yeah. take care guys bye bye <laughs> bye